Hello and welcome to the Muni Oral History Project, where we explore the stories and rich history of the Springfield Municipal Opera over the past 60 years. Stories from the people who have built, experienced, and performed what we'd like to refer to as Muni Magic. Sit back and relax and listen to these tales of Broadway under the stars. This is Jacob Potty here with the Muni Story Oral History Project, and I have Patty Daniels here with me tonight. How are you doing, Patty? I'm doing fine. Thank you. How are you? I am great. Patty has been a performer in several Muni shows and has been a volunteer, um, too. So let's just get down to it, Patty. What was your first Muni experience, even, even if it was just as an audience member? Uh, yes, actually, my husband, four sons, and I moved here in June 1986, and I didn't know about the Muni that year, but then the next year I found out about it. I believe that I went to see Annie Get Your Gun, 1987, and of course, after that, I became a, a regular attendee, and then several years later, I started volunteering in the concession stand, ushering, and, and whatever needed to be done. Yeah, so when did you finally um, get up the nerve to audition and get on stage? You know, I don't recall the exact year, uh, but I'm thinking it was probably early 90s, maybe mid 90s. And I'm sure I was just a nervous wreck that first time because I've always wanted to be in life theater, but I was always very backward. So it was really hard for me. Yeah. So um, when did you um, what was your first show then? My first show was The Sound of Music in 2005. Oh, yeah. So what was the audition for that like? Uh, it's pretty good. You know, I, I had the first few times I auditioned, I really felt so uncomfortable. But I think what ha- helped me is the Muni used to have little um, seminars and they would have like vocal uh, directors and, and different Muni people. In, they would teach you to project your voice and how to stand out in a group of auditionees. I think that's fine, what finally helped me. Yeah. And now this was towards the end, but it was still the old cattle call days, right? Where oh there my could gosh, be like long. Oh, yeah. 300 people watching you and best showing down. <laughs> but yeah, it was very nerve wracking. And, and it was during when they would do the um, the singing and the dancing would be totally separate. It would be like an all day thing. And there there were at least once or twice that I did this the vocal part and then I chickened out on the other parts. Yeah. Um, so what was being, um, who were you in The Sound of Music? I was Frau Schmidt. Oh, cool. And um, was this, so was that your first time ever on stage then? It, it, it basically, I, in high school, I had uh, one show. I did one role. I did one line, the very last line of the show. So, yeah, I guess you'd have to say it's really my first time on stage other than that little bit thing. Yeah. So then um, what other shows have you been in? Uh, I've been in um, The Music Man was my second show. Uh, Then The Producers and then Annie, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and uh, Thurley Modern. Oh, cool. So what was being in The Producers like? That's such a huge show. Oh, my God, that was so much fun. <laughs> I mean, the, Doug Hahn and you know, Gary Schull, they're just such great guys. And Doug Hahn, his laugh is so infectious. I mean, mm-hmm. y- you hear him laugh and it just makes you laugh. So there was a lot of laughter going on. He laughed a lot even during the rehearsals. But they were like, it was a small cast. There were only like 27 people in the show. 
And so almost everybody in the show, at least two or three parts, I had actually six bit parts. So there was a lot of costume changes in that show, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, what are some of your favorite memories from any of the shows you've been in? Well, you know, I have so many memories of all of them and, and each show was so unique and different. But, you know, in all of them, I, I'd have to say that the, the music and all the shows and the costumes and the dances and the friends that I made was so special. I, I used to, you know, the rehearsals would be usually at least six weeks long. And I would rehearse some at home, too. And my husband would hear me and he said, you're going to get sick of that music after six weeks. I never got sick of that music. I loved it all. Yeah. Any specific memories from anything that just sticks out? Um, nothing offhand. I mean, there were just so many things, um, like each show, there was something so different, like, uh, in the uh, music man, I was a little lady, one of those, and that was a lot of fun. And that was the first show I got to dance in. So I love that because I love dancing. And then in Annie, uh, Matthew Val was playing rooster. And there was one scene he was saying or doing something. And I had the toughest time to keep from laughing because he just cracked me up. And then Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, we had the uh, the 50s costumes and we danced in like 50s style because the Pharaoh was made into like Elvis. And then, of course, the, the, in 2019, Thoroughly Modern Millie, we got to tap dance. So that was great fun. Yeah. So then are, do you have any favorite memories from like out in the audience? Um, not shows you were in, but just moments that come to mind. Um, just, you know, some just watching the, the uh, people on stage perform. It just made me think that they look like they were having so much fun. And I mean, they just so many people, they put so much effort into it. And it was just a special time to watch them. But yeah, I just enjoyed kind of singing along under my breath with the shows. Yeah. So then one of the phrases we use a lot at at Muni is um, Muni magic. And to a lot of people, that is the um, special effects, um, Peter Pan, Beauty and the Beast, that sort of things. And to other people, it's just being outside on a hot summer night. Um, seeing a great story unfold on stage. What does Muni Magic mean to you? To me, it's uh, just being part of something that brings pleasure to so many people. You know, whether you're on the stage or if you're in the audience, just seeing and being our being in the live performance under the stars is such a special treat. And, and you know, it's usually pretty hot, but, you know, it is out by the lake. So sometimes you get a nice little breeze. So, you know, that's not too bad. And it's just something that the whole family can do together. Yeah. So then the next question, well, perfectly, your answer perfectly segues into this, but another phrase we use is Muni family. And a lot of people, it's literally a family affair. Family's doing a show together, but to other people, it's just those lifelong friends you make. What does Muni family mean to you? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. After you've been to so many rehearsals with the same people all the time, there, there are times that rehearsals day on some rehearsal days that you're with your cast members and your directors and producers and all the people involved with the show uh, with the rehearsals that, that you spend more time with them than your family at home. So they do become like a family to you. And, you know, you get to you help each other through the rough times with the lines or the movements or, you know, 
once we're doing the show with maybe costume changes or just just different things you need and and yeah you do make make great friends you know i still keep in contact with some of them and i've done several shows with some of them so it's just it's really nice yeah and then who are some of the special people that you've worked with at muni i know some people don't want to name specific people because they're afraid they'll miss somebody or some people just want to focus on those that have left us. However you want to tackle that, go right ahead. Well, I have to mention at least Ed Smith, you know, I got a soft spot for him because he's the first one that gave me a chance to be on the stage is Frau Schmidt. Uh, and then um, Craig Williams, I've been in shows with and Matthew Bala, Morgan and Damian Kaplan. I've been involved with several shows with them. Uh, Andrew Meyernick, Doug Hahn, Gary Schultz, Gill and Ann Oprahman. I've been in several shows with them. Gus Garden, Jim Leach, um, Gail B, Julie Fennell, Rich Kuschel, Jack McHugh, Suzanne Moss, oh, Anna Meissenbacher, and uh, just so many people. I mean, I know I won't be able to name them all, but mm -hmm. they all have a special place for me. Yeah. So have you done anything at Muni besides work front of house and then perform on stage? Well, I've done uh, the concession stand and Usher. And well, and, you know, they have their cleanup days. I usually try to yeah. help with those. Yeah. So um, when did you become involved as a um, front of house volunteer? So the ushering and the concession stand? Oh, yeah, probably uh, mid to late 90s. You know, because I thought it, it, I just wanted to be part of something because I just felt like it was so special and it was such a good thing. Yeah. What is um, when you became involved, how does that um, with volunteering? How does that um, how was that different than that it is today? Well, I'm trying to remember. Like, I'm sure the concession stands changed a lot because of health code, but. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, with the plastic gloves and making yeah. sure you, this doesn't touch that. And, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. that, that really makes a difference. Um, but, you know, and some of the seating has changed. They've, they've got some new seats. And so that changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, now we're going to have some fun. And this is one of my favorite questions I like to ask people. So, you know, we always use the phrase, the show must go on. And for this series, I'm using this phrase to just things that just totally go wrong. So, I mean, examples I've given are wardrobe malfunctions, sets falling down or apart, choreography mishaps tripping on stage, flubbed lines, anything come to mind? Um, I've actually been pretty lucky with most of my shows. Now, there was one show that the person that was supposed to say a line before me, I didn't think they were going to remember their line. They were kind of stammering around at the, oh my gosh. And I'm, I'm thinking in my head now, how am I going to improvise so that I can say what I need to say, you know, and kind of twist around with what they were supposed to say. So that was kind of awkward. Yeah. Anything else come to mind? Not really. Like I said, I think I've been pretty lucky because I think there are a lot of shows that, that and sometimes things happen and people don't see them because they're, they're behind the scenes. 
Yeah. So you said you really love to dance. Um, were you have you taken dance classes before or did you just kind of start doing it and discover you really liked it? I didn't I wasn't able to do it as a child, but I did start uh, taking uh, tap dance here in Springfield, tap and jazz and clogging uh, through a, a dance studio, Footlights. And then that she moved away. And I did this after my four sons were all grown and they were out of school and on their own. I thought, I'm going to do something for me. So I took the tap dance class with her. She moved away. So then I took tap dance with Gary Shaw. And I was doing that for a while, but I felt like I, I really didn't fit in with those. And I finally admitted that I was old enough that I was a senior citizen. I should just go to senior citizen tap dance. So I tap dance there. And then I also dance with the uh, Springfield International Folk Dancers, mm. who, by the way, some of them were in the first show I was in in The Sound of Music because they were doing the actual, you know, Austrian or German style dance. Mm. So that was where I even met them. So I just love all types of dance. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the last question I have is the um, deep one, but so important nonetheless is what makes Muni special? To me, I think it's special because it brings the community together and provides such a wonderful source of entertainment for so many people. Uh, and, and the fact that it takes so many people to put a show together besides the director and the staff, the cast, the costumes, the hair, the makeup, the musicians, the light, the sound, the props, the set builders, painters, scene changers, ushers, concession stand workers, and, and most of those are all volunteers. So, and I mean, it, to me, it's just special that you can get all that many people to, to volunteer to do all that stuff. And when it comes together, you know, it's just something really unique. And I, I feel like um, I'm very privileged to, to be fortunate to be part of it. You know, just anything that I've ever done, I just feel like I was part of it. Well, thank you so much, Patty, for sharing your Muni story with us. Well, thank you for calling me. Well, thank you so much. And you have a good rest of your evening. You too. Nice talking with you. Uh, yes. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Muni Oral History Project. This is an ongoing effort to capture the memories and stories of the Springfield Municipal Opera. If you have pictures, videos, or stories you'd like to contribute to this effort, please email history at themuni.org. Your hosts have been Jacob Potty and Craig McFarland. Production assistance by Vanessa Ferguson and Jeremy Geckner. Special thank you to the Muni Board of Managers and the Muni Board of Trustees for their support in this effort. And thank you to all the Muni family who continue to help us create magic every summer.